You guys, I am so excited to record this episode. We are going to be chatting about how to talk to your husband about making business investments. I know that this is a sticking point. I know this is hard. Uh, I get nervous to do it, you know, when I decide to make big investments into my business. And I just kind of wanted to give you my perspective, some tips, some talking points, and some things that might just help open up healthy dialogue between you and your husband if you're really trying to consider investing in your business. So go ahead, sit down, grab a drink, uh, get ready for the episode. It's going to be so good today. Hey guys, you're listening to the She's Wild and Radiant podcast, the show that brings you real business strategy, community, and encouraging and truth-filled biblical advice for running your business and navigating the world of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Ashley June, six-figure online business owner, ex-photographer, MBA, and storytelling expert who helps women claim their stories, create epic launches, and scale their businesses while staying in courageous alignment with God's calling on their life. Join me for conversational chats, interviews, and practical business advice every episode. So stoked you're here. Hey, hey, guys. Okay, so we are officially in Wilmington, North Carolina for the month of June. I am so stoked um, to be here. At least I think I am because I am pre-recording this. But if if this is airing and all is well, that means we probably made it safely and yeah, we, we are kind of out of our element for a month, which is so, so cool. Um, but before we get started into today's episode, I did want to remind you guys one last time that Sela Collective Applications are closing for the month. Um, not sure if it's going to be reopening next month or not. We will find out. Um, but I just wanted to invite you in to apply. So the Sela Collective is our 12-month group coaching program. Um, it is an awesome program. You get our signature course. You get access to our community. We do five group coaching calls a month. And honestly, it is the thing that will get you to those 10K months in your online business. Our whole goal there is to create a consistent funnel that will help get you to that point um, and really help you dial in on your signature framework. And at the end of the day, you guys, I don't just tell you how to do this. I actually give you practical examples and systems. So there's a lot of application in the program and it's not just theory like go, you know, uh, apply XYZ to your business. I show you how I apply this to my business, your business, yada, yada. Like it's so, so good. Um, And it's not just another theory course with information that's all fluffy and doesn't actually help you get anywhere. It's literally an inclusive business in a box with a biblical world view. So you guys, in my core, I really believe that online business owners fail to set up proper foundations in almost every area of their business. And that's exactly why they don't end up enrolling clients. And so if they do, they end up underwhelming them with lack of customer service, disorganization, you know, because they have no systems. They also have no messaging. And anyway, in this program, it's an intensive business course slash community that helps support you through the course. And we cover each and every aspect of running your business from the planning to the marketing to big launches and going evergreen so you can really automate and scale um, all while staying in biblical alignment and building a business that doesn't feel icky. And there's literally nothing like this even close Um even close to it on the market. Okay. This is, um, this is not a one size fits all thing. 
Um, this is a program that is so specific to the faith-based industry, and there's multiple ways to do it. Like, I'm not just going to teach you that podcasting is the only way or that Facebook groups are the only way or Instagram or ads are the only way. Like, you get to come up with the formula for your business that works. And while I teach you strategies in those and I teach you things that work, you know, you get to go figure out what actually works for your business and feels good for your business because you have to build it in alignment with your God-given calling. And so I've put everything I know into this course. I have an MBA, you guys. So literally, like you'll basically be getting an MBA education because... (laughs) Yeah, I've gone through a lot of school as well as grew up in entrepreneurship in my home and became an entrepreneur almost 10 years ago. Um, Yeah, no gaps, no hidden way of doing things. You guys, it is filled with gold mines of actionable nuggets to transform your business and help you strategically launch, grow, scale the business of your dreams. And you guys, it's a lifetime membership. So if you come in, um, even though it's a 12 month group coaching program, if you come in, it's actually a lifetime membership in the sense of you're never kicked out of our group coaching program. So, um, and I update things. I bring in, um, new programs, future online courses, yada, yada, depending on the track that you choose, you have access to that. And we have three options for tracks. You guys, we have our self-paced, um, group coaching track, which is, you know, you come in and you get access to all the group coaching, you get the signature course, um, the community, all of it. Uh, We have our mentoring track, which that's where you get three one-to-one meetings with me, as well as access to a course that we're in the middle of uh, creating right now. It's called Sela and Scale. So um, you'll graduate into the scale program, which is about building multiple funnels and kind of looking at the whole, you know, legacy um, business of your business versus just launching and scaling to the 10K months. You know, it's like going beyond getting to the 20, 30, you know, 50, 100K, you know, all all of those months. And then our uh, VIP, you guys, that's like my intensive one-to-one where we're meeting weekly, like week after, um, I'm sorry, bi-weekly. So every two weeks for like six months and I'm literally like in your business, going through the program with you, helping you apply all of these things one-on-one. Like I'm your consultant, I'm your helper, um, and I'm right there with you. So go check out the options, you guys. This might be exactly um, what you need. So go, go check it out. But applications are closing for the month of May. Um, And by this point, we might not even have have anything left. So make sure you just go ahead and apply. If for some reason you apply and all the spots have been filled because we only opened up five spots this month, if um, we can put you on the wait list for the next month or the following, depending on when we're opening up the Sela Collective again. Um, and yeah, so we just love, 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 love to see you in there. But today, oh my gosh, you guys, this is a topic. Um, this is a topic that I have been getting a lot of lately. And it's actually kind of funny because I've always gotten this this question, okay? But just recently, I was like, this is actually a real question, like an objection that I need to start addressing with clients, okay? Um, I have so many women tell me, my husband doesn't think I should invest in my business right now, or my husband thinks I should wait, or my husband wants to make wants to make sure that I make money before I um, can invest, you know? 
And I'm literally not addressing this to be salesy or weird or pushy. I know it's a very sensitive subject. Um, I understand that, you know, different families have different values and I don't want anybody to ever feel any pressure. Uh, but I do want to talk about this subject because it's a real, it's a real thing that women are facing in their homes. It's a real um, issue, you know, when it comes to the financial uh, pieces of running a family. It's a real concern for husbands um, and it's, it's just a real a real thing that's happening in these families when women are you know starting businesses, growing businesses, and you know walking into it with um, the the prospect of investing. And so I think um, what I see is I most most importantly, like I am not a marriage counselor, okay, but I do think it is incredibly important to be on the same financial page as your husband. Um, and biblically, you know, we're called to submit to one another. Wives are called to respect their husbands and husbands are called to um, love their wives. And so, you know, we have to look at the biblical order for things like as a wife, you don't want to just go rogue and make total decisions that are not in alignment with like, you know, what your husband desires, but your husband also really needs to hear you out, you know, um, and trust you and love you, you know? And so I, I really think there is kind of a balancing act there. And, um, I'm on the side of, I've probably been on the impulsive side of, I have made, you know, some decisions that my husband was uncomfortable with. And, um, I would say like 90, you know, 90 ish percent of my, business investment decisions have actually yielded a return and have been good investments or if they haven't been the best investment and I took a little bit of a hit, you know, I've learned so much from that. And so who knows, you know, I mean, I just think God will always work this stuff out to be, um, to be for his good. And, um, in our in our marriage like I am like the the quick thinker I act quickly I make decisions quickly like I try to make decisions when I'm kind of excited and motivated to make decisions because I just know that my energy will flow into what I'm trying to do so much easier so for example if I'm like oh like I really want to go take a trip like I'm ready to book those plane tickets get stuff you know nailed uh, nailed down and committed to especially like if I find really good flights because I hate the cost of like not doing that you know I don't want to wait three weeks or a month to go ahead decide and decide if I want to take a trip then because then your plane tickets go up and housing gets taken up and your options are kind of limited and so I'm always very quick to like act and my husband he is like molasses you guys like he is oh my gosh like he he if he didn't have to make a decision in this world, <laughs> he probably would choose not to make a decision. Okay. Um, and this is, but like, we are, we are like oil and water, but <laughs> in good ways and bad ways, you know? Um, but boy, oh boy, do we level each other out. I will, I will tell you that one. Um, Anyway, I just I want to kind of share some of my story of walking through some of these, you know, business investment questions with my husband and what this looked like. And, you know, maybe at some point I'll bring him on for another podcast episode so he could give some of his perspective. I still need to bring him onto the show because I think he would actually be a great um, <laughs> I think he would have some like wise words. And I think it would be fun to kind of see him sweat a little and be like, oh, gosh, I got to like, you know, really say say the right thing here. You know, like people are listening to me. You know, I better. <laughs> <laughs> better better say the right thing. Um anyway, long story short, like I've been through this many times. You know, I've made investments into um 
last year I invested in a Facebook ads agency. That was probably the biggest investment that I've made. Um, to date out like like the single biggest investment that I've made to date and to be honest I had a horrible experience with them and um it it was it was awful and it was a um I would say maybe one of my worst investments ever. Now, at the same time, going into that investment, I did a lot of research. I was very patient. I waited months and months and months before I was ready to do it. Um, I did talk to my husband about it and he, you know, wasn't like excited about it, but he didn't object, you know. Um, And so to be honest, I felt like I actually did go into it with a really educated perspective, okay? And um, what I learned out of that experience, even though I was really unhappy with the results and it definitely drained some of my money and and whatnot um, was that I can't just pay somebody to go fix my business. You know what I mean? Like you can't just go pay an agency or a consultant to go fix these things in your business and take, you know, work off of you because honestly, people just won't do it right often. Okay. And so, um, in terms of leadership, like we have to be, I think we just really have to trust our gut sometimes, you know, um, and don't trust like the expert is necessarily just going to go fix your business. And by this, I mean, hiring someone to come into your business. I see this all the time with like, Oh, like, ah, my website, I need a website designer. Oh, I'm paying this person to do my website. Well, if you haven't done the work to get into that target client and that nitty gritty, um, like brand messaging and you go take that to your website designer, they're going to have no clue what to do. And they're just, they're just not going to give you any meat, you know, like you might like the design, but if you have no brands, you're actually probably going to be redoing your website. And so I think this goes down to a core issue. And so what I learned from that investment, even though it was a hefty investment and I was not happy with the results was I can trust myself way more than I think I can. Okay. And so I walked away out of that. Um, feeling more confident in me and my abilities to build my team and train internally. Um, And I also walked out of that being like, wow, like they operate a business so poorly and I'm not the first person that they have done this to. Um, And I never want to be like that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I learned a lot and I just think, you know, in that way it is a gift. And so um, although it was an upsetting experience, like it, it was a gift to come out and feel like I'm, I'm walking away with more knowledge, you know? And so, um, anyway, I've just, all that to say, like, I've, I've just been through this, you know, bad investments, good investments, mediocre pay for themselves investments, you know, and, um, I just wanted to talk to you guys about this when it comes to having those conversations with your husbands. Heck, if you want them to listen to this episode, you know, if you are trying to make a business investment right now, um, and I don't even say like just a business investment with me, I think this is more like, you know, business investment, um, all around, um, then have them listen. So let's kind of jump into this. Um, I've been kind of blabbering a little bit, but, uh, I want you to understand that your husband, he doesn't value your dream like you do. Okay. Um, these dreams, it literally wasn't birthed inside of him. It was something that God put inside of your heart and not his, unless maybe you are building a business together. And so this is probably why your husband might have a hard time understanding what a precious gift it would be to be able to invest and grow in your business. Okay. Like literally, like this is not his dream, you know? So he's just kind of looking more so at the practical side of things 
things. Um, and we do need to look at the practical. Like we can't be totally impractical by any means. But at the same time, like there is an element of faith, like God's going to call you into something and other people around you are not going to totally understand it. So what do you do with that information? You know, how do you get to that next that next place of actually being able to um, consider making an investment and actually have him wait, wait, you know, in his in his mind, um, without steamrolling him or, um, without just totally giving up in your dream and not advocating for it. Because I think a lot of women just kind of say, my husband doesn't think it's right right now and they don't advocate for it. Okay. And so first off, you guys, I really think that you need to have a serious conversation with him. Um, and you know, share your heart. You should bring it to him. I say this in a way of this is my natural tendency because I am a like more direct person and I am like slightly more impulsive, well, especially in compared to my husband, you know, um, it's easy to try to force these things. And I think where do we force things? We force them out of fear. Um, take the fear off of your heart, be ready for, you know, whatever kind of comes out of the conversation, um, but share your heart and be open to him. You know, it's kind of like Esther going to the king and knowing that she was taking a risk, not totally being obedient to like the, the rules of the land, but she came to him in an honoring, in an honoring way, in a patient way. And she really advocated, um, for herself and for her people, despite how fearful, you know, she was. And so if you're not advocating for your God-given dreams here, you know, then he's not going to know. He's not going to know how important this is to you and how called you feel to this. And so I would really just let him know like what you desire, um, how important it is to you and just be as humble, um, and direct in an honest and kind way. So as you are talking to him, though, what are what are some talking points that you could consider? Well, first off, you guys, I would ask your husband, honestly, how he is going to support your growth. OK, um, you know, marriage, marriage is a complicated thing. There's a lot of communication snafus. There's a lot of roles. There's a lot of um, different emotions and feelings that can build up over time and Sometimes I think we just get so put on autopilot or so put on what we're focused on doing that it's really hard to see how we are nurturing and supporting that other person, you know, and um, especially just when you, you get busy with kids at home and just the chaos of life. Like it's, it's normal, you know, because both of you guys are sort of in survival mode. So I would ask your husband how he is going to support your business growth, because, you know, this is something that is important to you. And if it's important to you, it is something that he should care about. You know, it is a dream that he should be open to, um, open to exploring with you. You know, I mean, he is called to love you and you having a dream and a purpose and a calling and bringing that to him, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if God really put that in your heart, like there is nothing wrong with that, nothing to be, you know, there's nothing to be shameful about right there. And your husband, I mean, if he's just shutting you down before giving you a chance, you know, he's not walking in obedience with the Lord. And so, um, I guess, you know, I, I think it's really important for your husbands to see that like, you know, you do have to sacrifice a lot of your wants and needs to keep the household running, you know, to keep the kids going. And, um, I would also kind of explain to this, like, you know, it's really important for you to have outlets and you want to feel like you're contributing. And biblically speaking, I mean, look at the Proverbs 31 woman. Like she was a woman who was doing a lot of things, but she had her own business ventures and was making money for her family. And so, um, 
I just really, I would encourage you to just kind of talk to him about how he's going to support you in this because it's not just about staying home with the kids all the time and, you know, feeding them and cleaning and whatnot. You know, I mean, women were really designed to have some purpose and some calling outside of the home a little bit, you know. Once again, Proverbs 31, you know, I mean, outside of the home for the home, you know, and so it's the, the, the topic of commerce is actually very, very biblical, you know, and um, men, I think we're also called to actually help in the home more, like when it comes to training the children. There's this great book that I've been reading. It's called... Um, Take Back Your Family by Jefferson Bethke. I read it last month and it's talking a lot um, about how like the the fathers were taken out of the farms, like the family farm, the family business and taken into the factory after or during the Industrial Revolution, which then put more pressure on the mothers and a more biblical family structure is honestly like where the parents are working more side by side, you know, like the dad's going to be taking the sons out, you know, to be doing the farming and to be training them. And, you know, like so he's actually kind of babysitting a little bit more. How crazy is that to think about, you know, Um, and the moms are are out there helping on the farm, you know, getting her, getting her hands dirty, um, or having, you know, her own little things kind of happening as well as helping take care of the home. But it's a more cohesive thing versus like moms are just stuck in the home to like deal with the kids and do household stuff. And dads just leave and go, you know, bring in the money, like the, the biblical structure, like that's actually not the biblical structure of a home. That's like the 50s housewife, which is probably one of the reasons why, you know, a lot of kids are walking away from their faith, why a lot of families are failing, you know. Um, And so long story short, you guys, you know, like it's not just about you always supporting, you know, like your husband and his ventures and his like you know, his, his dreams, you know, he also has to step in and say, Hey, like, I want to support yours too. And so this is where I just really think, you know, for the health of the family and on a much bigger note, you know, um, if you're not doing things that are fulfilling to you and you're putting your callings aside and just giving all of yourself to other people in situations, this can lead to burnout and resentment and depression. Um, and I know, I know, like I've been there, I have felt this way. And to be honest, um, some of the only joy that I have had in seasons has been in my business because I had purpose, you guys. And so I just want to say, like, you know, just really ask your husband what he's going to do to support you and sacrifice in some way so you can tangibly build your dream here. And maybe this is investing in the dream financially, putting the kids to bed at night um, so you can get work done. You know, um, think about think about what your husband can actually do to make a sacrifice for you to be able to build your dream because you've been sacrificing for him, okay, when it comes to the home dynamic. And I'm not trying to go on like a crazy feminist rant here. Like I am not a feminist at all. I am, I'm no, I am a feminist. I'm a biblical feminist, okay? I am what the Bible says for stuff. Um, I don't, you know, I, I don't think women should be going over their husbands and you know what I mean? Like they're, there's a structure to things. Okay. And, uh, but I think that you have the ability to do it the right way while advocating for yourself. And so, um, and calling into accountability, I think your husband really should commit to how he's going to help your growth, you know? Okay. So first thing, yes. Ask him how he is going to support your business growth. Okay. And maybe just be super clear about what this could look like. The next thing you guys is talk about a timeline for your business growth. Okay. The reality is if you are at this sticking point right now and you want to start your business or grow your business, then you've probably already tapped into free resources and you're starting to get confused. Um, 
you're probably trying to DIY, follow too many people, and you're in these building stages, but you're just not sure, sure what you're building because you're confused and it keeps you scattered, unfocused, and desperate for help. Um, which you guys, this is honestly one of the reasons why I have programs like the Sela Collective, because you don't have to feel this way. So I would ask your husband about a growth timeline, like ask him, like if, if committing financially is an absolute no right now, then I would say, when will you be ready to commit? Now? three months, six months, 12 months. Like you can't just say when I'm making money, you guys, because there's no accountability. Okay. There's literally no accountability there. And it's going to be the easiest thing to push off. And then the years will go by before you can actually make this dream a reality. And so at that point, you literally might be too burnt out to keep trying. Okay. So Talk about that timeline for business growth and get a number, you know, whether it's now or it's a couple months, whatever it would be. You know what I mean? Like have your have your husband commit to this, like make an agreement, come into agreement that like when you were going to do this, if not now, when, you know, but it can't be an open ended thing. Like you guys, you guys have to say, no, this is the plan. This is this is the plan. And this is what we're doing. Um, I would also talk about my third, um, my third, uh, talking point here is talk about what you would be willing to sacrifice in order to make it happen. Okay. Are there certain things that you personally spend money on that you could put aside for a season? Um, manicures, trips to Disney, new clothes, daily coffee habits, ordering food, um, or maybe this is more of a discussion on the family level, like delaying the purchase of a new car, a house, um, maybe not saving as much for a while, like maybe not putting as much into retirement for a little bit, delaying a vacation for a year, taking on some overtime hours, finding a part-time job, um, having a smaller Christmas, selling some valuables, you guys, things that would just kind of help make the investment easier. Uh, make a plan here. I mean, really, really think about this, you know, and come to the table with it, you know, talk to your husband, come to the table with this plan that you have to compensate. Because I think sometimes our husbands, um, and I know this really is more of probably a personality thing versus like a spouse, like a husband, wife, wife thing. Um, but my husband, he is very like numbers oriented and analytical. Okay. And so he's kind of like, I want the numbers. Like, I want to know, you know, I want to look at the reality of what this looks like every month, the reality of the sacrifice, the reality of what's happening here. Okay. And so, um, Think about how you can contribute to that and make yourself a little bit uncomfortable to make him more comfortable knowing that it's going to be taken care of. Because a lot of what's happening in his, oh, I don't know if we want to invest right now or if right now is like the right time is he's he's making that decision out of fear. Okay. Fear that something won't be provided for. Fear that maybe he will have more pressure for a while. Fear, you know, and I think if you can just address what that fear is and, you know, kind of bring back what you can sacrifice to like minimize that fear, that is going to help, you know? Um, however, on a side note, you know, kind of going back to like how he is going to help you when he will be willing to commit, you know, to your business growth, ask him like, Hey, like this, this is something that makes you feel fear. Like your fear is that we won't, um, maybe be putting as much into retirement for the next, you know, six months or something. That's your fear, right? Would you be willing to sacrifice your fear in order to help me grow my business. You know what I mean? And so if you can word these things in a way that are going to kind of connect with that root emotion or that root thought, you know, and really help him just kind of process and think about this type of stuff, then it really could be beneficial, you know, and it really could um, help you advocate for yourself and you never know what doors are going to open up. 
it's so funny because I feel like it's actually the same process. Like when you're learning sales and I make this example sometimes, but you know, if I tell my husband, Hey, like I want to go to Costa Rica and I'm like ready to book plane tickets and like bam, 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 you know, like, which that's typically how it goes. And he's like, not ready. Like he needs like a month to process or something like that. I have to sell him on it. Okay. Like I have to walk through and have a conversation for a couple weeks and overcome objections and give him information and like make his brain more comfortable with making a decision like that, you know, because he wants the information, he wants the research, he wants the data. And it's like the same thing, like when it comes to clients, like they want the information, they want the data, they want you to overcome objections, they want to know, you know, what transformation, like the good that's going to come out of it, you know. And so the sales process is really similar to talking to your husband about making an investment in your business or planning a trip or, you know, just anything that's big for the family. Like it's a similar thing. Like you have to take him from point A information where he has nothing, you know, no, no information, no thoughts about it to point Z where he is, you know, ready to make a decision, like comfortable with the information that has been presented. And so that's sort of kind of what we're walking, um, walking through here. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'm going to put, um, in the show notes, you're going to see these little tips and everything. So you can use this as, as talking points if you want, you know, for, um, for the episode, I think it might actually be uber helpful, you know, especially if this is a conversation that you're going to be coming to the table with, with your husband soon. Um, or if you're on the fence, you know, for the Sela collective too, obviously, um, you're going to have these notes, you know, that I'm kind of talking about here. So, Um, point number four, you guys, I would talk about how investing in your dream is ultimately an investment into the family legacy. And if you don't, there is actually a cost associated with that. Okay. There is a cost, you know, it's like the, um, time value of money, but, um, like, like there's a cost with not acting. Okay. By making a decision to not act, you're actually making a decision. Okay. And that decision is not going to help propel you. It's not going to help you get closer to your dream, okay? It's not going to help you restructure your family dynamic into the place that you want it to be. And I'm sorry, this stuff is not easy. It's not an overnight thing. It's not something that just comes about where, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just not easy. Like there's, um, how would I explain it? You're not going to skip out on the hustle and hard parts of growing a business and it's going to be this uncomfortable six months from now, 12 months from now, two years from now, if not more uncomfortable then, than it is today. And so um, I would explain to your husband, you know, about how building something that you've been called to build is really an investment in the family long term, financially, you guys, in terms of time, relationships, purpose, and more. And like, why don't you claim it today? Like, why, like, why are you waiting to go get that stuff and to get that life that like, you're being called to and convicted to go after, you know? And so in whatever way this applies, like I would just kind of explain that part to him about like this is an investment into the family and into the dream. And, you know, I have clients who are working to make these dreams a reality so their husbands, you know, can actually have more freedom. Um, Like I have a client who she is working to make her online business uh, 
work so her husband can dedicate his time to farming um, or husbands who can leave the corporate world or husbands who can start their own businesses, um, husbands um, or families who will have more time for fun, travel experiences, you know, all of it. I mean, there's a purpose behind why the wives are wanting to do this. And a lot of it has to do with the core of like, it's for the family, you know, and like, this is where this is where you want to contribute and help, you know, kind of like steer the ship from what you're doing right now. And so everyone has a reason why. Um, and maybe your husband honestly just kind of needs to hear in detail what your dream what your dream is for because he might not just understand it and he might not know what the ultimate outcome is, you know, like, wow, maybe he could start his own business or leave his job and actually do what he's called to do instead of just like that obligatory, I have to put food on the table, you know? And there is a cost associated by not investing in your business and your purpose and growth now. And that could be another year in the corporate job, suffering every day, coming home, just feeling drained and bad attitudes and anxiety, just like coming onto the family. Um, this could be having to send kids to full-time daycare because you guys, you know, have to be working two jobs and it's it's just getting kind of chaotic. Um, this could be scrimping and saving every month for another year, you guys, and you're so focused on on saving and just keeping everything that you're not actually investing in anything that's going to actually make it so you don't have to worry about saving as much. Um, this could be waiting to buy a property, you know, as prices are going up and um, all the pieces. This could be being stressed in the exact same place a year later. Like literally, guys, there's a cost with not acting now. And the the deeper I grow in my relationship with God and like the deeper my faith gets, you know, throughout the years, I feel like one of the things that I have really um, been convicted of in the last couple of years is how we do need to act quickly, you know, and I think God like, you know, the the burden is heavy, but the yoke is light. Like, are, are we by not just being obedient and stepping into what we're supposed to be doing and just acting? Are we actually creating like a heavier burden? here? And are we trying to continue to shoulder this burden? Or are we allowing God like in our quick obedience to, to make the yoke light? You know what I mean? And so you just got to think like, maybe we're just kind of causing a lot of our own drama here. Um, my point number five, you guys, is share success stories and ROI potential with him. I think this is actually a huge, huge one when it comes to husbands, especially mine, who's like analytical, like I want to see the numbers. I want to know X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. Um, and so you look at the success stories, you know, go read all the testimonials, look at how other uh, people have, you know, seen transformation and see monetary um, success. And um, I have, you know, various testimonials on my sales pages and application pages, you know, that you guys can kind of see for examples, um, or to share with your husbands, if you're thinking about investing in the Seva Collective. But I think um, it's really helpful to give the actual numbers. So like, for example, you know, typically my clients can pay for their investment, you know, with one to five clients on average, um, closer probably to the one to two mark, depending on how they structure their programs, you know. And so if you go to your husband and you say, listen, this is an investment here, 
But if I enroll or book or register just two clients, I literally could pay for pay for that. And I could do that within a couple of months versus waiting until two years from now to try to do it on my own, get exhausted, and, and then not know how to actually book them because I'm trying to figure this out. And, and then I waste all this time, which is actually wasting money, when I have like the ROI right here, like I literally have proof from so many stories that other people have taken this and they have doubled, tripled, quadrupled. You know what I mean? And so your your ROI is like so, so huge. You know, you want to know the potential for that. So like share that with your husbands, you guys share that, you know? Um, I mean, for example, like, you know, I, my income, you know, I have up months, I have down months, I have consistent months, you know, all of it, you know, but like, if you see, oh, Ashley had like a $27,000 month. Okay. I'm going to be learning from somebody who had a $27,000 month. And the, the proof is that her clients are seeing their investment returned with maybe two clients, you know, that's the proof what I'm seeing in testimonials. Doesn't that mitigate the risk, you know? And so I would share that type of stuff with him, you know, share, share that type of stuff with him. Um, also, you guys think about the time value of money. If you choose to not jump in and not work and make the investment, how many years do you think you'll actually fall behind on your financial goals? Because you just didn't get started. Okay. <laughs> For example, if you start six months from today, then you'll be in the exact same place um, today, um, or you'll be in the exact same place as today. So six months from now, and it's probably going to be harder to get started then. And if you don't capitalize on the excitement of your energy you have now, you're probably just going to get sort of tired or just, I don't know, just not have as much clarity because we, when we don't make decisions and we just kind of float, it just doesn't, doesn't work, you know? And so anyway, guys, I, I just think that these points are so important to talk about, like with your husband, if you are considering making an investment into your business, um, I, I look at my whole business growth journey and sort of what this looked like. And my first business, which was my photography business, um, I didn't invest in like a ton of education at the beginning. Um, but when I started to feel like I wanted to pivot and grow, I invested and I literally, it made like the quickest turnaround within just like a couple of months, like just making that choice to invest and like learn from other people. It was like the fastest track, you know, ever. Um, now I did when I first started the business, I made an initial investment of $10,000 for equipment and um, different pieces and sort of a marketing budget. And um, it was awesome because I got to say, okay, like I'm taking $10,000 from my savings. I know I'm not going to see it like overnight, but it gave me a lot of freedom that first year when it came to figuring out how to run my business. And it also gave me the resources that I needed to properly, to properly get started. So, um, Anyway, I just I think it's super helpful to to chat with your husband about these things um, because you guys do need to be on the same page, you know, and so I just encourage you wives out there to advocate and um, do it in a biblical way, though. You know, don't be forceful. Don't be um, impulsive. You know, um, don't be pushy, um, but advocate for yourself. Present the facts. Ask real questions. You know, get your husband thinking about this stuff, because once again, like this is your dream. And this is not his. And so um, so he's obviously not going to be as invested in something that he doesn't feel convicted by because it's not his conviction. You know what I mean? It's like it's what God called you to. It's not what he 
called you to necessarily. And so if you're really feeling that, ladies, you know, go for it. Have the conversation. Present it to um, present it to your husband because he um, he needs to know how important this is to you. So um, with that in mind, you guys, I'm just going to do a quick rundown of the Sela Collective for our last day um, before uh, applications are closing and those five spots are closed um, for the month. However, um, if for some reason you apply and we are filled up, which we could be, it's getting close, um, then we will just put you on the wait list for potentially the next month or the next month after, depending on when we decide to reopen. Um, but regardless, it doesn't hurt to just go ahead and apply, you guys. It doesn't hurt to apply. You'll actually get a free training if you apply, which is going to be super sweet. Um, but the Sailor Collective, we walk through five phases, the foundation phase. You guys, this is a deep dive into the foundational roots of who you are, who you want to be, and how you can incorporate this business uh, to be authentic in everything you're doing regarding God's calling. So it's one of the most important yet skipped phases. And we're really going to discover your idea seeds so you can bloom and create that work slash life of your God-given dreams. Then our second phase, we hop into the business basics. This is how we're going to make your business legit, your business legit through forecasting and planning and looking at this stuff, you know, like what apps do I need? Where should I communicate? Which, how can I forecast my income? Um, how can I create a signature framework? How can I map out my content? How can I actually record my content and build it? Uh, then our third phase, we go into branding. And this is literally... Um, the the way to your client's heart through this like authentic brand vibe because it's going to romance your client, you know, because you are going to be exactly who God created you to be and you're going to put out into the world what he has called you to put out. And so um, you're going to narrow in on your brand. You're going to dive into your target client. You're going to romance them. You are going to uh, learn how to copyright and write stories that are going to be impactful, you know, for stuff like your social media posts and <laughs> and your emails. You are going to choose typography and logos and colors and build a website that calls them to action. Um, so many great things. Our phase four is all about the workflows and marketing. And this is how you're going to start building a business um, so you can kind of step into uh, consistent tasks. I know what you're supposed to do every day as well as learn how to actively market and to nurture market. You're going to learn marketing strategies. You're going to learn about funnels, email marketing, Facebook ads and groups and um, all of it, you guys, all of it. So you're going to understand um, what freebies are and just how to launch your services and products out into the world. And then lastly, the sales process, our fifth phase, that's where you actually get to harvest the rewards of the planting, you guys. Um, you're going to walk through finalizing your offer, launching. Um, you're going to understand sales concepts, live launching, evergreen funnels, client management. And I'm literally going to give you step-by-step -step systems for officially launching your programs and offers into the world. So, um, yeah, you're going to learn how to how to launch. You're going to learn about how to launch in Facebook groups or Instagram or wherever you're wanting to, to launch. And then after you launch, you're going to learn how to actually put this stuff on Evergreen so we can step into automation. You get a pre-built launch in here. You get checklists. You get... Um, evergreen funnel stuff. You get sales pages. You get my Facebook ads lead generation kit, the uh, pre-built funnel assets. You get bonuses, templates, workbooks, more. Like it's so, so good, you guys. I just can't even. I can't even. It's so good. <laughs> um, and so I just want to encourage you, you know, it, it, all of it, 
like it's right at your fingertips. You just have to make the decision. And so today is the last day to claim one of those five spots, you guys, if we have them open. So go ahead, put your application in. Um, it's never, it's never too late to get started on your dreams. And it's also never too early to get started on your dreams. Okay. So I really would love to see you in there. Um, it's going to be so awesome. And besides that, you guys, something that we're going to be doing in the next month, um, the month of June, I'm actually going to be focusing on automation. I want to kind of focus our podcast around automating your business and scaling your business in that way. And so it's going to be the month of automation, which I'm really excited about. Um, And yeah, it's going to be so good. So anyway, if you are looking to start, build, grow, launch, scale your online business in a way that's in alignment with your God-given calling and you're like, how do I do it? How do I build it? What platforms do I use? What do I put in my emails? How do I launch this? How do I put this on Evergreen? Ah, Ashley, help me, help me, help me. Apply for the Sela Collective, you guys. It's our group coaching program. It is so, so good. Go to the link in the show notes to officially apply. Uh, Once again, you guys, um, last day to get in those May applications. So um, I will see you guys later this week. I hope you have a great rest of your day and can't wait to see you in the Sela Collective. Adios. Love you. Wow, guys, what a great episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a review, I would be forever grateful. In fact, send me a screenshot of that review and I will send you a free coffee on me on the house. Okay. Also, guys, feel free to share this episode. Your friends need to hear this. They need to be encouraged. They need the business advice. And I would love to have them in my world. Lastly, come join my free Facebook community. It's the podcast community. We do challenges. We do free trainings. We do various things throughout the year. And I think that you would love to be connected with other entrepreneurs who are wild and radiant, just like you.